As you heard this morning, I had my interview with Craig Fitzgibbon, a champion fellow. I got a guy, a guy that I got a lot of time for. Yeah, a lot of time for Fitzy, a champion guy. I'm sure he's going to be successful, and um, I know for a fact that Fitzy has turned down a number of other coaching gigs over the last few months. I believe the West Tigers job was offered to him. I believe the New Zealand Warriors job was offered to him as well. He sort of downplayed it in our podcast, but um, I have it under pretty good authority that it was offered to him. And these are all jobs that he turned down. And look, I think this is fantastic by Craig Fitzgibbon. Um, whenever, you know, I, I think, and this is something I spoke to about uh, Jackson Hastings too, and we spoke off mic about this a lot, and this is the reason why I sort of shot down that West Tigers rumor of Jackson Hastings straight away because we spoke about not just coming back to the NRL but going into the right system, and it's so important for guys these days, and it's the same as coaching. Um, for me, I said all along, I think Michael Maguire came back into the wrong system. I don't think he should have gone to this West Tiger system. I think it was too much of a job for him. I know he's won a premiership. I know he's done X, Y, and Z, but I'm sorry, the writing's on the wall. It was too much of a job for him, and I, I don't know if it was if, if there was anyone that it wasn't too much of a job for, to be honest with you, but the West Tigers job is a job that I would have turned down. The New Zealand Warriors is a job that I also would have turned down, uh, the one that Nathan Brown took. Now, that's nothing against the Warriors, but the reality is that they're coming off a season where they weren't in New Zealand. They went back and did their preseason there, but the Australian players or a lot of the guys did their preseason in Kiama on the south coast of New South Wales. There's a good chance they're not going to be back in New Zealand this year. They haven't so far. We're coming into round six. They haven't been on New Zealand turf yet. I mean, it is a very, very tough situation. You had a lot of new guys coming into this system. Adam Vanilla Blake, you and Aiken, these fantastic guys, but there's still new guys coming into a system that is already dysfunctional because of the moving pieces around it. So the Warriors job is one that I would have turned down. Uh, there was also always the rumours of Roger Tulvasa Sheck. So there was always the potential of him going to New Zealand rugby. And it's easy in hindsight to say uh, that you had to be worried about that. But, it, you know, there, there was smoke around that Roger Tulvasa Sheck was always going to go there. So the Warriors job is one that I would have turned down as well. Um, as far as, you know, and the thing about Craig Fitzgibbon that I think at the moment he's got a really big advantage is that he's been an assistant coach. Now, I haven't been in NRL systems or anything like that, but I, I feel like quite often you hear these guys talking so positively about assistant coaches. Like, I've never heard an assistant coach bagged. I've heard a lot of guys that have come on my podcast and spoken to me, whether it's on mic that you guys hear or often about certain coaches, head coaches that they didn't like, they did this wrong. Uh, you had Jarrell Yaoye on the other day, and he was talking about when they had um, Anthony Griffin as their assistant coach. They absolutely loved him. They had all the time in the world for him. The, the head coach, I actually can't remember his name at the moment, of the Broncos came in after Bennett. They didn't like him, and he was very open about that. But you always like the assistant coach. They're not the guys that are pushing you down. They're not the guys that are giving you sprays. They're the guys that sort of pop around training here and there. They sort of whisper in your ear. They can help you out here and there. They sort of, they sort of play the good guy role. And it's something that, you know, like, like definitely in, in my club team that I coach, we've got myself and like two other coaches, and I sort of prefer to have that role. Instead of being the man standing up and directing everyone where do they go, calling people out when they're doing the wrong things, you can sort of walk around. If someone's doing the wrong thing, you know, you can come up behind them, whisper in their ear and be like, hey, what about this? Why don't we do this? Blah, blah, blah. It's a lot more of a positive relationship. Whereas when you're a head coach, you don't really get that opportunity. So Sometimes you do, but there's also a lot more times where you have to be the bad guy in a situation. You have to call out a behavior. You have to call out a play. You have to call out 
someone's mindset. And this is where coaching becomes really difficult. And this is what I've been talking about. I mean, here we are. You've got Craig Fitzgibbon, who everyone loves. He's only ever been an assistant coach in one of the best systems with the best players walking into it all the time. And then you've got John Morris, who's straight away been a head coach in a system that's has had a lot of dysfunction, that he hasn't had control of the salary cap. They've had injuries. They've had problems. He's had to have hard conversations with guys like Andrew Fafita. He's had a few with him already this year. He's been playing for Newtown the whole year. He's had hard conversations with Josh Dugan. He's dropped him a number of times. He's hooked Sean Johnson off the field. He's had tough conversations with all of these top players. Now, I could be wrong, but I don't think Craig Fitzgibbon's been in that situation yet. And I think the one advantage for Fitzy is that he's turned down a lot of jobs. It's sort of like when you're trying to buy a house. Now, if you if you see a house that you like, you don't walk in the first time and go, yeah, I'll buy it. You, um, you come back a few times. You might come back early in the morning, see what the traffic's like. You come back at night, see if it's noisy around there. You've got to make... You've, you've got to make decisions where you've seen it in all different sorts of scenarios. You can't just say yes straight away and dive into something. That, that That's absolutely ludicrous. And for me, I think the Cronulla Sharks right now, they are in a position where they're ready for a new coach. Um, I think they should have stuck with John Morris. I think John Morris has earned the opportunity to be able to have the salary cap himself. I mean, the only guy that he's only been able to essentially sign two guys. One of them has been Aiden Tolman. He's been sensational this year. The other one is Cam McInnes. Now, we've all forgotten how good Cam McInnes is. He was going to play lock forward for them which to me indicates straight away what so many people have struggled to do in rugby league I've been saying for ages two or three years look Cam McInnes is a brilliant footballer he's not a hooker in the modern game anymore the the game has moved away from it's too fast for him now Johnny Morris went out and signed this guy and said you're going to be a lock you're not going to be a hooker I've got Blake Braley he's played 150 200 less games than you but I know that he is a hooker for the modern game so Already, Johnny Morris was ready for the future. He made a hard call. He signed a captain of another club who has been a hooker who you all tell me is ready to play State of Origin. He said to him, you're not going to play that position. The game has changed. You haven't adapted. You will be a lock in this team. Another hard conversation that he's willing to have. And John Morris still, he still managed to convince Cam McInnes to come to their club and not play his position. Now, that says a lot about this guy, and I, I just think he deserved the opportunity to be able to prove himself. But they've gone with Craig Fitzgibbon. I don't think it's a bad call. I think Fitzy will do well, but I think it's going to be really interesting because Fitzy's come from being everyone's mate, the good fella, the assistant coach in a champion system with champion players coming in and out of it. I mean, if you were to take away the assistant coaches at the Roosters, does much change? If Craig Fitzgibbon didn't show up to work next Monday morning and the Roosters had to do it without him, I think they'd be okay. And that's nothing against Craig Fitzgibbon. That's just talking about the champion system that the Sydney Roosters are. I think it's the same as Melbourne, whoever the assistant coaches are there at the moment. I mean, in the past, you've had guys like Adam O'Brien who was there. If Adam O'Brien didn't show up Monday morning, is Craig Bellamy in the Melbourne Storm looking around going, what are we going to do? I don't think so. Now, assistant coaches, they, they play a role, no doubt about it. And it's not all smiles and happiness, but it's a lot easier than being the, the head coach. Quite often, you'll have if the head coach says something or does something and there's an issue, you'll have guys that will go to the assistant coaches first because they have that positive relationship and they'll bounce off them. Hey, how do I approach this with Trent? Hey, how do I do it? How do I go about this? What, what, what are your thoughts on this? He said this to me. What are your thoughts? And, you know, Craig can sort of sit on both sides of the fence in that situation and still back his coach but still show more understanding and more more care for the player than what Trent Robinson probably can. And what most head coaches can, it's just the reality of the position. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this one plays out. Everyone always loves their assistant coach. It's the best job in the world. When when was the last time you heard about an assistant coach being under pressure? 
can't think of any. I can't think of a single one of them. Yeah, but everyone loves the assistant coach. They're all really good. They're fantastic. They're they're, they're often described as a player's coach, yeah, which is what Craig Fitzgibbon's got the description of right now. And I just think there's a Craig Fitzgibbon has got a huge transition in front of him coming into a new system, coming from the best system previously as an assistant coach under one of the best coaches in the game. He's going to be walking into a lot of chaos. He's have to. He's going to have to go into the player market and convince guys to come here. And look, if I get approached by the Cronulla Sharks over the next year, I'm honestly I'm looking at them going something's not right here. John Morris was pretty successful. He them to the finals twice with all these injuries. He signed these guys. He did this. He did that. He brought these young guys through, and they just sacked him all of a sudden. It just doesn't just doesn't make sense. I don't know. I I, I kind of feel like the Sharks. They were one win away from knocking over the Roosters a week ago. I mean, if they would have won that game, what would have happened this week? What would have happened this week if the Cronulla Sharks, who played well enough to beat the Sydney Roosters, one of the best teams in the competition, if they beat them that week, would the Cronulla Sharks have sacked John Morris on Wednesday and brought in and announced Craig Fitzgibbon coming the next year and put Josh Hannay as the head coach? I just... This one just makes no sense to me whatsoever, to be honest with you, how this one has played out. I think the optics are very strange. And if I was a player on another team... And I had my manager ring me and say, hey, Craig Fitzgibbon's interested you at the Sharks. I'm interested in Craig Fitzgibbon because I've only heard good things. But the Sharks at the moment, I don't know. There's a little bit of dysfunction around there. I don't understand how they've worked this system. I don't I don't like how they've treated John Morris. I don't like how... Actually, sorry. I do like how the players have been very vocal about how they're not happy about the treatment of John Morris. But the fact that those conversations are being happen, uh, happen, happening in the public arena... It doesn't look overly good for the Sharkies. I think this one is very interesting. But the thing I'm most interested for, as I said, is watching Craig Fitzgibbon make that transition from assistant coach and everyone's buddy in a great system to a not-so-great system. With all due respect to Cronulla, just in comparison, they're not the system that the Sydney Roosters are. There's a lot of dysfunction, a lot of salary cap issues, probably a lot of guys on bigger contracts than what they should be. There's going to be a lot a lot of hard conversations that need to be had there. First of all, the ones I'm thinking of, you've got to talk to Moylan. You've got to talk to Dugan. You might have to talk to Andrew Fafita at some point. There's going to be a lot of conversations there that probably won't be easy. There's the potential of maybe having to have a tough conversation with Sean Johnson as well. He's a guy coming off an Achilles injuries. I love SJ. I hope he does well. But he's a guy that his career has been built around explosive movements. He's coming off an Achilles injury. Now... Yes, he has adapted his game a little bit. I know you, you all want to show me stats from last year and whatever, and that, that's completely fine. He has adapted his game. But do you want to be paying high, like the sort of money you need for an explosive highlights footballer like him when realistically you're just getting another ball manager? I mean, if you're going to have a ball manager and you can get Adam Reynolds for the same price tag, I know which one I'm going for. It's going to be interesting to watch how Craig Fitzgibbon handles this because there are going to be a couple of tough conversations. And from my experience, he hasn't really had to have them so far in his career. He might have had to have a few at the Roosters, but I don't think with as high-profile players. I mean, you have a look at the Roosters system at the moment. Fitzy's been there for a couple of years now. Has Fitzy had to sit down and tell someone, hey, I need you next year. We're going to let you go. You're a high-profile player. You've played rep ball, football. You've done it all. But right now, this team doesn't need you. I don't think he has, and he's going to have to do that a lot of the Cronulla Sharks very early. He's going to be bad guy from day one. He's going to replace John Morris, who it looks like a lot of the guys are fans of. They all like. He's going to have to get rid of certain guys who have been there for a while now that have formed relationships there. So it's going to be very interesting how it plays out. As I said, the assistant coach, you're the good guy. You're everyone's mate. You go to be the head coach. You have to play the bad guy sometimes. And I think it's going to be very interesting to watch how this unfolds down at the Cronulla Sharks because right now, the optics, they are not fantastic. 